Cynic Empowerment. Last time on Cynic Empowerment. Just give me that hamburger that could be your price to having sex with me. And Dominic goes, oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, let's do it. If, really? I would like that. Yeah, yeah wait, you mean the, the burgers? Look, it's like half eaten and stuff. Like, I just po- picked it up from Chili's. Yeah, the uh, fries actually, are cold. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if he tried to talk her down? He was like, uh, half the hamburger. Half the hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me just double check that thing. I know, I know it's working right, but my yep my my worriedness surrounding audacity is at an all time high right now. All right, double check that. Double check that thing. Double check that. Double check that. Gonna double check that Jimmy double checking all the things Making sure it's good for our podcast Gonna be high quality High quality Hope someday you grow up to own a furniture store (laughs) 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 it's like you still have all your creative aspirations and talent but somehow you've just accepted the fact that you're just going to own this furniture store so you you put all your creative talents and abilities into like these really stupid commercials (laughs) i'm gonna do it (laughs) you still have no money so it's just you doing the music (laughs) just it's a high quality you gotta keep that high quality. High quality. Tim, Tim's Home Furnishings, located on Main Street and Main. Yeah, Main Street and Main. How is that even possible? I've never even seen two we've, Main Streets intersect. We have a Main Street and a Main <laughs> Avenue. Don't question us. There you go, Main Street and Main. That's totally possible. It's totally possible. All of the uh, all the road names in D.C. were named after states. I guess that's appropriate. Uh, I I mean I guess until you get like closer and closer to the capital and and it's like oh well, which of the states are favored yeah, yeah exactly wait which ones were the closest um oh man I can't even remember I think New York I I feel like if it was any of the original colonies like the thirteen colonies or whatever if those were the closest I would be like okay yeah fine like if you like they should have to do it based on whichever colony was the first colony and go from there right uh, and the order in which states became states i feel like that's the only fair way to do it yeah vermont maryland is that virginia is that, first, is that one and two are you doing the order <coughs> no i have no idea uh, Damn. What, was, what was the first state i have no fucking clue dude was it was it virginia uh sure Sounds good. I mean, like, you got like Roanoke, like the you know, like the yeah. <laughs> those lost colonies, motherfucker. Virginia, okay. go Virginia. Oh, I gotta check my pockets for a fucking cough drop. Oh, I got one. <laughs> I got Lucky one. Day. Lucky day indeed. Oh boy, he's a lunker. Is it uh, one snag of those... me a big one. <laughs> it's one of those Ricolas. Ricola. Oh, you this? No, this is a. You hear that? Ooh, yeah. That's a Halls. Ugh, <laughs> Halls. Yeah. That's a Not trash. Because I, I ate all my Ricolas. I don't like Halls. Ricola. Halls just taste so artificial. 
Yeah, they. I feel like I'm eating like a a bit of gelatinized antifreeze whenever I pop one in my mouth. <laughs> yeah. That's the best way to put it. It's fucking gross. It's really fucking gross. Uh, but Ricola, it's like I'm putting, I don't know, like some kind of hardened bit of honey pot into my mouth. It's like you're eating some weird European candy. And yeah. Like, oh yeah, this is all the rage in Holland. Oh, yeah. it, we it just tastes eat like this molasses. all day long. Yeah. Yeah. Is this is this hyssop? Is this is this what hyssop tastes? This is, this, is hyssop. It's hyssop in this. Is <laughs> anise? Is that anise in there? Is that some anise flavoring? Anise? <laughs> anise? Is it anise? How's it pronounced? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> On that note, welcome everybody. This is Cynic Empowerment. My name is Jimmy Horn. And I'm Tim Carpenter. Welcome everyone. <laughs> Can you hear that, Jimmy? Can you hear that? Yeah. Come, Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy. Yes, come. Yes, yes come. Tim. Come closer. Uh, okay, uh, I'm, I'm I'm as close as I can physically get without mounting you. Okay, because it's I mean it, I know it makes it really hard because we're like 300 miles apart or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm dying. Oh. I'm so close to death. I'm on, bro. I'm on death's fucking door, and I'm still doing this goddamn podcast <laughs> don't worry buddy when you die we're gonna do a 56 air horn salute in your honor 56 air how'd you come to that number it just is the first number that came to my head just shut the fuck up and accept it oh I man i thought there was some kind of like important symbolism with the number 56 like, oh yeah 56 yeah, 56 sounds really good yeah it, <laughs> it's, it's it's one more than 55 and one less than 57 it seems significant uh, I think like 57 is the number of bags of cough drops that I've consumed in the last two days. Everybody, I'm going to apologize in advance because I'm going to sound nasty. And on occasion, I might just cough directly into your ear. So I want you to imagine every time I'm coughing that there's a little bit of flagellum that's flying right through your headphone into your earball. And contracting you of coronavirus, obviously. Yeah, you're gonna, definitely going to get coronavirus, so don't go on any cruises, because then you're going to be in concentrated quarters with many other people that could get infected by your irresponsibility. Mm. Mm. You, you know what I mean? Yes? Uh, yeah. Which brings us to our first story. We're talking about coronavirus. Coronavirus is all the rage. Everybody wants it. <laughs> <laughs> and this Just kidding, you really new don't. hot lineup of terrible, terrible diseases, <laughs> the most glorious and most prestigious of all is the coronavirus. It's kind of like Fashion Weekly, right? Every new week they're trying to tell you a new thing's all the rage, and this week it's uh, still coronavirus. Go figure. It's- Oh yeah, the uh, oh not just any coronavirus, the novel coronavirus. Mm-hmm. What makes it novel? I don't know. I think it's just like there are a bunch of different kinds of coronavirus, so they're calling it the novel coronavirus because yeah, because people want to work novel into their language. <laughs> it's like it's part of my general lexicon to use the word novel. Mm. Yes, I'm so sophisticated. <laughs> Oh, how novel to use the word novel. <laughs> novel coronavirus, I'm going to infect you with my flagellum. <laughs> <laughs> 
So watch out. Don't get infected. So if you see somebody on a cruise, let's imagine that you're walking around on the poop deck and you see somebody <laughs> coming towards you and the guy's coughing up a lung, his eyes are bloodshot, and he's stumbling around all over the place. You ask him, hey, man, you must know where the bar is. <laughs> you slip right past him. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously stay away from that motherfucker because he's got coronavirus <laughs> yeah it, it, it yeah cruises seem like the the perfect place to contract awful awful illnesses you would otherwise not contract just close quarters everyone stuck together touching the same things over and over again you got massive buffet lines for food everyone's just wiping all their nasty fucking germs on did you say that they're touching the same things over and over again yeah i think there's a name for that what it's called masturbation, right? Wait, no. If you touch the same thing over and over again? No, you're just touching your own thing. If you touch your own thing over and over again. It's not it... like some communal thing that everyone's touching, and that's the word for masturbation. R- ritualistic. Yeah, so it's got to be a particular thing. It's got to be a particular thing that you're touching repeatedly in order to make masturbation, right? Is that? I don't think that's the Webster Dictionary definition. Yeah, 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 and if you if you diddle it in in, in if it's a genitalia, I guess it's got to be a genitalia to masturbate. Or, I would, or is, I well, would no, assume such. No, because if something's masturbatory, it's like it's it's self pleasing, right? It's got to yes. be it's got to be self pleasing right, repetition, right? Like this entire podcast is masturbatory. This for is you masturbatory. And me. Yeah, like it's for it, it, it's solely to stroke our own egos for ourselves. We're doing oh, this no. for ourselves. We're not no, doing no, it for anyone is, else. It's not masturbatory because it's with each other. <laughs> it's with each other for ourselves independently. It's well, but that's not masturbatory. masturbatory for each of us. No, no, no. We're doing this together. Wait, Jimmy. what are you trying to? This is fucking consensual, man. Wait, sexuatory? <laughs> Masturbation's consensual, I think. Uh, well, oh man, can, well, can masturbation ever not be consensual? <clears throat> well. Whoa, we're getting into some uncharted yeah, I guess territory. Like a, yeah, like if someone with uh, like split personality disorder could technically rape themselves. Oh my god. Man, that gets complicated quick, it gets huh? It's real complicated. I mean, okay, so the reason why I brought that up, I know to a lot of our listeners are thinking, what the fuck kind of tangent is he off on? We're talking about this because this particular cruise line in which people were quarantined because of coronavirus were offered free porn as a <laughs> consolation prize. Uh, yeah, so apparently this cruise gave a bunch of the people that contracted coronavirus on the cruise that were quarantined in the rooms uh, these things called uh, CAM soda tokens. Mm-hmm. Uh, according to the adult website, CAM soda vice president says his company is trying to ease boredom for impacted passengers. And apparently these uh, CAM soda uh, tokens can be used to watch uh, adult porn. That 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 that's the whole of it. Yeah. Well, so I mean, that's that's kind of the interesting thing about it. Like, could they potentially be used for other things? I don't think so. 
Okay, so the Cam Soda so. is exclusively for pornography. I'm pretty sure. I've never gone to Cam Soda. I don't know anything about Cam Soda. I feel like once right. you start putting the word Cam into the title of any website, it automatically becomes webcam sex. Oh, sites. yeah. It's definitely, yeah, live streaming webcam platform, free live sex yeah. cams, adult webcams, live porn. Yeah, it's definitely that. Yeah, uh, I don't think that <clears throat> offers anything else. I don't think you. I don't think you go there to watch cute and fuzzy animated cartoons. Yeah, you don't. You're not going there in order to legitimately connect with another human being uh, in a mutual interest of discourse. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe <laughs> I, I feel like the longer, the more that uh, the porn industry goes on for that, you have to keep finding these niche things. I feel like eventually we'll get to that point, right? Where it's like, I'm looking for this very specific, unique experience where I talk to naked women online about philosophy. <laughs> or, or just like a, a very unique experience where you're just talking to another human being. It's like, can I just like sit down and just be honest with you for a second? Like, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like in all seriousness, though, like maybe that's a sad part of the story. People are looking into that type of thing because they're looking for connections with people. Maybe. Hmm? Yeah. Or maybe they're just trying to get their rocks off. I don't know. And it would be a little bit more, a little bit more simple to think that. Uh, let's just go with that for right now. Um, so Cam Soda, if it was anything else, I was going to say like if Cam Soda could, it, you know, could potentially be some other way of interacting with an online platform uh, or or communication platform. Um, I'm pretty sure it would still become pornographic in nature over time. There there have been a bunch of other um, webcam associated platforms that have just become people flashing their dick at one another or you know oh like omegle or <laughs> yeah. uh, chat roulette or whatever yeah chat roulette yeah that's a, that's a great <laughs> example of that uh it, it's like no matter what it was initially oh, used for yeah. people are uh I, mean, I, I, I hesitate to call it disgusting because it's like well i mean that's the status quo it's more like fucking dick roulette <laughs> Yeah, it's just dick roulette. It's dick roulette. It's like you, you spin the wheel, you get a dick. Yeah, if you spin the wheel enough, eventually you're gonna land on dick. <laughs> yeah, eventually you're just gonna like you're going through, and it's like somebody just like standing there with their pants pulled down, just like <laughs> yeah, I just do a fucking helicopter. Right yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> I knew what I was getting Incredible. into here. Dude. Yeah, I, knew I just I wanted to talk. <laughs> <laughs> said no one on chat roulette ever do you share my interest of metaphysical philosophy does chat roulette even exist anymore uh there is one easy way to find out uh, chat roulette uh yeah it looks like i can get right in you need to give access to your camera and microphone, and I don't want to do that. Okay. It's, it still exists, it's because okay. I'm pretty sure as soon as I do, the first thing it would pop up would be a dick. <laughs> it's going to be a dick. Ah, oh, man. Oh, it's incredible. It's just incredible that these things could even exist. It's just, it's going to be, I don't know. Maybe that's exactly what it was intended for. You know what I mean? Like, the guy that invented it was like, I really, really, really just want to show my dick unwittingly to people and okay. have it be legal. <laughs> And have it be a live reaction response yeah. to it. Yeah, it's like that. that's exactly what I want. But I don't really know how I can pull that off yeah. <laughs> without just making this, uh, I, I guess, this environment in which it's inherently consensual that you know that you might encounter some dicks every now and then. It's funny because I remember me and some of my buddies in college, we thought it would be funny to go on chat roulette just to see what would happen. And it, it was no dicks. Wasn't exciting at all. You didn't. No, there were no dicks. No dicks. What? Yeah. How many did you? How many did you go through? I don't know. Probably a dozen until we got bored. 
You were just talking to people? No, I think we were just clicking through to see, like, we know there's going to be, like, some like something crazy happening on here. But it mostly just looks like bored people staring into the webcam, so we just kept clicking through. Oh, well, yeah. that's a shame. I've never tried chat roulette, but or I know AFK my luck. People. <laughs> yeah. Lemon, right. lemon, lemon, dukes all day. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Incredible. You just click on one, and it's like, <laughs> it's somebody on a cruise ship. And they're in their bunk, and they, they look yeah. incredibly ill. They have, like, a little, like, surgical mask that's pulled down underneath their chin. <laughs> yeah. They're sitting there. They've got bags under their eyes. They've been awake for days. And they're just like, man, I don't I don't fucking know what I'm going to do anymore. This it seems like this coronavirus has taken everybody on the ship, and uh, I don't even know why I'm, I don't even know why I'm wearing this goddamn this goddamn mask anymore and they rip it off of their face and you're just like holy shit what's going on with this guy and he's just like you know what I'm just gonna do I'm just gonna I'm just gonna get on camp soda I'm getting on camp soda <laughs> and then you just start going to town and of course that would be my luck every single time no matter what happens I'm trying to connect with another human being and all I get is people masturbating in front of me I thought that you were gonna go down the road of like some I don't know, seven days later kind of shit. Oh, it turned into a zombie? Zombie, yeah, zombie apocalypse style. Oh, yeah. Last recording left for humanity is on on, uh, chat roulette, and uh, someone turning into a zombie on a cruise ship. Uh, I mean, that would be a... Okay. Uh, So, as far as uh, these, like, fantasy worlds of uh, a zombie apocalypse generation... Uh, which I mean, I, I mean, there are some, there are some niche people. I, I'm sure, actually, a couple of people that are listening to our podcast have probably considered that that would be a favorable outcome for the world in which they live. And they, my personality type is prepared for the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's like, no, it would not be fun. You know, like you, we've all been there. We're like, hey, you know, it'd just be better for the world to just be destroyed. If you're the kind of person that says you're prepared for the zombie apocalypse, I can assure you, you're probably the least prepared person for the zombie apocalypse ever. Just, just saying. All the people yeah. I've ever met that have like used that have told me that within the first five minutes of meeting them, yeah. uh, we're not uh, physically fit or prepared for any kind of sh- struggle period in their life. Oh, for real? Like, period. They are They are at, at least... The skinniest, uh, palest, over- overweight, yeah. or they're underweight They're overweight or people. underweight, yeah. They're, they're, none of them are mesomorphs. They, they look all, like me. Mm-hmm. They, they all have like... Two cases of canned pinto beans sitting on some kind of dusty ass shelf in their house. They have a, a shotgun with like maybe a box of ammunition. Like, what are you doing? What are you thinking? Of, what are you, you going to just like roll out in the street and be like, well, I guess it started. Let's get to work. Like, what are you going to yeah, do? What are you going to fucking do? They got like a shitty baseball bat that they put a couple nails into because they think it made it cool. Yeah. The, see, those, those kinds of conversations, like the intelligent person immediately goes to, okay, so uh, do you know how to build a solar array? Uh, you know, like, do you know where to get any of that? Do you know how to like, uh, you know, continue on with your current quality of life in an environment that doesn't have an infrastructure? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's like it, it, it devolves so quickly. And on a, on a cruise ship though, I mean, that's yeah. pretty interesting. You know, at some point you're going down. Right. There's no way, especially if you're in open water and the zombie apocalypse breaks out, you're on borrowed time. So really, you just have to ask yourself, like, okay, so how do I want to die? You know, does it want to be in a blaze of glory or do I want to get like eaten by sharks a couple of days down the road whenever we hit 
some kind of big thing in the ocean or just like sinks of its own accord. Well, the thing is, is that I don't, I've never worked or been on a cruise, but I mean, I'm assuming they have a shit ton of food. Mm. So if you could somehow survive the ship, mm-hmm. kill all the other zombies, then you'll be safe because no other zombies could get back on your cruise ship. You could just live off that food for a while. Yeah. And then I guess eventually you would have to learn how to, uh, crash that shit onto some land somewhere and hope for the best yeah i mean i guess they would it probably wouldn't be too hard to find it with uh you know modern gps especially if you had uh you know oh well we expected the diamond princess to arrive at uh, 5 p.m tuesday and it's not here so hmm. bada bing bada boom i guess it's lost we're just gonna forget about it just count that big old cruise ship as a loss (laughs) Yeah. All the people on it are gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or they're just like, oh, well, actually, all the people on it were uh, quarantined for coronavirus, so fuck them. You know, we know. <laughs> <laughs> or or uh, 28 days later, rage virus. Oh, That's what it was. it was. And this week, virus. Elon. And this week, Elon Musk will be sending 50 people with coronavirus to Mars. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you gotta yeah. do something with them. You got, got to, you got to get, got to make good use out of that. That that flesh does not come cheap. So Elon Musk will buy it by the pound. <laughs> yeah. Man, but, I love that guy. But yeah, if you were, I mean, I don't know, if you were stuck on a cruise ship with coronavirus and quarantined into your room, do you feel like cam soda tokens is sufficient payment to uh, ease your suffering? <laughs> mm, I, I wouldn't say that it would. It would. They were be given sufficient. a thousand. They were given a thousand of them. How long do you think? How quick do you think a thousand cam soda tokens go on camsoda.com? Well, I mean, if the Wi-Fi lasts, like, why in the world are you even worrying about the cam soda? That's true. <laughs> like, yeah, it's I mean. it's more like that. They're just like encouraging them. Like, there's there's a thought. That uh, that's that's the next thing that your mind jumps to. Like, oh, we're going to distract these folks by giving them access to premium sexy webcam. Right. And then, <laughs> and then before you know it, they're bringing out their debit cards and spending real money on it. Bastards. Yep. I feel like all they need to do in order to uh, have a sufficient scam like that is like, oh, well, you know, we're going to sell these surgical masks to you, but they're going to cost $20 a piece. <laughs> and you're going to need to change them out at least every, I don't know, hour or so. Oh, here's here's a quick thing to know that uh, I only know because of my affiliation with uh, Reddit, but then also people in the medical field. Surgical masks are actually dog shit at keeping out <laughs> viruses and stuff like that. What you want is the N35 mask that you can get at Home Depot and stuff like that. That's what you want. N35? Not No, not N35. What the fuck? N95, sorry. In ninety five, I'm gonna look at this up real yeah. quick. So it, it, it keeps it keeps out it, it the the fabric is way better at keeping out all the stuff. Like the those surgical masks are just basically made of paper. You're basically just putting paper over your face. Oh yeah, I I actually wear those at the shop. Uh, yeah, those yeah. are uh, the, yeah those those are like your typical uh, masks that you you wear that you get from Home Depot or whatever that has mm-hmm. a little metal bit on the top that you use to. Bend it over your nose so that yep. way it, it's it's secure to it, and that way you don't bring breathe in a asbestos or sawdust or anything like that. Yeah, they're, they're much more mm-hmm. they're they're much better at keeping out things such as the coronavirus. Apparently, I've been told that they're uh, so well made that it'll keep out uh, infectious diseases such as tuberculosis. 
Nice. So, so I, so ideally, it would also keep out things like coronavirus. So, I mean, that's under the assumption that you're wearing it correctly as well. And I feel like a lot yes. of people, you know, just your average person who's slapping one of these guys on, is probably going to have some, some some improper usage going on. I mean, there's going to be like a little gap on the side. Right. Uh, you want it cupped to your face. Yeah. You you want it to be secured. Actually, that's a for for our listeners that don't know, a lot of uh, police officers and military. Uh, are required to be clean shaven because of the fact that they need a good seal for you know things like gas masks and the like. Um, and I mean, it would it makes sense in a lot of industries. I think that's the reason why a lot of corporations or you know a lot of factory settings give uh, in in order for you know people to be clean shaven or have some kind of like uh, you know a, appearance that's not going to inhibit that seal for a respirator like the N95 uh, or others that are a little heavier duty. <coughs> But yeah, good point, Jimmy. Like, I think it's more of a matter of just having people feel better about the situation that they find themselves in. Yeah, it's true. But they're dog shit, so just go go out knowing that. Uh, little nurse, whatever mask things, they're dog shit. They don't do yeah. anything. Yeah, I mean that that's a that would be a, a hell of a segue. Uh, but we need to talk about uh, we need to talk about silver. Oh my god, silver lining, silver. One thousand. Oh, that is good. That's perfect. Uh, so oh, silver lining here. Yeah. Silver so, lining is. Um, they were on a goddamn cruise. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess spent in their fucking shitty tight quarters because they're not allowed to go and do the luau night with all <laughs> the other assholes. Yeah. Well, I mean, were, were they were they quarantined a, as a whole or were they quarantined on a certain portion of the boat i think they were quarantined in their room so if you contracted the coronavirus you had to stay in your room that's what i took from it i could have misinterpreted it yeah but uh, yeah i think if you had the coronavirus sorry kid out of luck we're going to put you in your room and then once every 12 hours someone's going to open your door really quickly and then like throw like a metal tray with food on it onto mm-hmm. the floor and you're going to go wait wait no let me out and start beating on it um oh they w- but they won't let you out so a couple of things that like changes the story altogether is doing a little bit of additional reading uh the carnival corporation which, which is the uh the who owns princess cruises which is what this boat was was on charter by limits its internet usage so the terms of service potentially don't allow pornography to be used on its uh, over its Wi-Fi, so you can't use the porn hubs. Yeah, which makes it definitely a lot more valuable whenever you have those a thousand free tokens, and <laughs> those a thousand free tokens were only given in exchange for the quarantined passengers and crew members' copies of travel documents. So they wanted to know where they were going. They wanted to know where they were. <laughs> so. <laughs> Like, all right, little piggy, if you want yeah. these sweet, sweet pornography coins, mm-hmm. what you got to do is hand over your documents. But this is my birth certificate I need and my passport. I need this to go home. Mm-hmm. Do you want to watch porn or not? Well, it's just the copy, but even so, it's like, it's pretty ridiculous. Because all right, we, we take all of your evidence of your birth. We're throwing it overboard. What? No, yeah, no. They're, they're extracting very important information in exchange for this... Uh, this like primal urge. <laughs> it's like, well, you want to whack off? You want to watch You're gonna have to tell us where you're at. <laughs> oh man! So speaking of silver linings, now you're undocumented. <laughs> you got to live on this cruise ship forever. It's just shitty buffets for you. Oh man! 
<laughs> what did you want to say about silver? Silver. Uh, there's a solution. I have a silver solution. Ooh, like a silver bullet? Yeah, so it's, it's actually rather fitting for a podcast because as our listeners know... This uh, silver lining thing is something that we do for all of our sad stories in order to help everyone along with their positivity in this world of eternal cynicism. Uh, so this uh, this next story is about someone who's selling the same thing, a little bit of a yeah. little bit of silver solution. Yeah. Um, but it's a cure for coronavirus, and they're charging money for it. And to make matters much worse, <laughs> it's a fucking televangelist that's doing it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, I mean, I'm sure our listeners already know this, but in case you're a fucking idiot, I'm just going to explain it to you real quick because I'm a nice guy like that. Viruses can't be cured. There's no such thing as a cure for a virus. You can get a vaccine for a virus, like the flu or whatever, to prevent you from getting sick. But once you contract a virus, you got to ride that fucking shit out. Yep. That's no bueno. You yeah. don't want to be on that end of the train. Yep. So obviously this guy is selling uh, a solution cure for coronavirus. Uh, immediately it's a scam. But it yeah. gets even more scammy than that scamminess, if it's, you can believe it. Yeah, it's pretty damn scammy. Oh, the silver solution. It totally eliminates it, kills it, deactivates it, and then it boosts your immune system so then you can support the recovery because when you kill the virus, the immune system comes into action to clear it out. So you want a vibrant immune system as well as an ability to deactivate these viruses. Man, this guy is full of fucking shit. Oh, man. Uh, they call him... Um, naturopathic doctor what is it a na naturopathic naturopathic nathiopathic nat natio nathiopathic nat naturo naturopath is a naturopath a real doctor I've heard they are not medically no. trained it's they like learn pseudoscience exactly yeah. It is wrong. Yeah, they're philosophical. I, I, I guess people uh, have realized that homeopathy is bullshit. So, like, God, we got to come up with a new word: naturopathy. Yeah, non-invasive or promoting self-healing. Yeah, it's, it's fucking folk medicine. It's it's the cool stuff of of basically. Oh, if you get sick, you just allow negative thoughts into your life. You see, if you only allow positive thoughts, then your body can't get sick. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, you just have to like uh, remove enough body parts, and you don't have body parts for it to get sick. <laughs> yeah. Haha! Yeah. -ha. Outthought you, virus. That's how you got to do it. Oh, jeez. So we've heard about situations like this before. People that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're selling it's just bleach in order to <laughs> heal what ails you. You know, gonna kill what ails you. Yeah. Yeah. Anything from cancer to autism. Yeah, anything. You see, that's where this guy fucked up. He got too specific. Yeah, he really did. He said it, it only cured coronavirus. Yep, he, and of he, course, like he most others, the ball on this one. Yeah, he, he could have been like, it, it'll it'll cure anything, you know, <laughs> yeah. with with God's love. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, label solution says oh, contains deionized water, but no other ingredients. Um, man, what's great too is because he's a televangelist, he can pull the whole line of like God. He can cure anything, but, you know, sometimes even God needs a little help. That's why I invented this silver solution. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it's like indulgences, right? You're familiar yeah. with indulgences? Right. Yeah. Catholicism. Yeah, it's it's, it's just a bunch of bullshit. Uh, these guys are, are 
just basically like passing it off on to dopey people that are, you know, willing to believe it. You know, keyword willing, like they, they, they want to believe that there's a cure. Great. So they're, they're, it's almost like they're fooling themselves. Like I, I can't even claim that they're fully ignorant because I think that, that a part of Great. them knows that it's unlikely that something like a $125 silver solution is going to work only for their little community. Unless they think that they're just so fucking woke. Like there's just no way that you're just like, oh, everybody else is like thinking that we're idiots, but you know, we're actually in charge of the world. We know exactly what we're doing. They're the idiots. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth here. Like they can't, they can't be both that both of those things can't be true. Right. What two things can't be true. Like, you can't have a community that is aware of some kind of, like, a pivotal truth and recognizing that they're the only ones that are aware of said pivotal truth. I I don't know. Uh, Fuck it. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Uh, Basically, that you can't be, you know, ignorant of some things uh, and also claim to be an expert of the same thing. Sure. Sure you can. There's plenty of contradictions out there. Well, this is one of those contradictions that doesn't make a lot of sense. Like, like, like we know exactly how the, uh, you know, this guy is claiming to know exactly how the coronavirus works to such a degree right. that he's come up with a cure for it that nobody yes. else knows about. And yes. he's able to sell said cure for $125. Yes. You, you know, there's a lot of things about even that simple statement that don't quite work out. Right. It's like, uh, no, it's, all, it's obviously a hoax. Yes. Yeah. Why is it not being sold to everyone? It's like, in this community should probably be aware of the right. fact it's like $125, like... Surely the demand is higher for that. A lot of people are really worried about getting coronavirus. Why is this price not higher? Uh, Exactly. And then how the fuck does this jackass televangelist know the the solution of this thing that all these other smart people don't know the solution to? Yeah, it's it's like a it's like a learned ignorance. Like it's like they're they're deciding to be stupid. I don't know, man. They can't just automatically be stupid like that, right? I think I think maybe I think some people. You know how he talks about deactivating the coronavirus. I think. Some people start off with like a, a pre-programmed uh, stupid that needs to be deactivated. <laughs> and so anyone that's going to buy this has been pre-programmed to be uh, dumb. Uh, uh, unfortunately, too stupid to uh, exist in this world without being conned. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I, I guess, it, you know, in... in... As per cyclical reasoning, these types of people, these televangelists selling $125 silver solutions wouldn't exist if there weren't a bunch of chumps Dopes. to, to yeah, exactly. buy into it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be a giant judgmental asshole, but if you watch televangelist, I'm just going to guess that you're in the lower 30 percentile of intelligence. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'd be shooting myself in the foot by saying that, but God damn it, Jimmy. That was like a third of our listeners. <laughs> Televangelist uh, watchers. Oh, the whole two people that were listening to. Oh, uh, damn. One person, oh, one person had... is strongly considering not listening to us. Oh. <laughs> no, if you're listening to Televangelist and you listen to the show, I have no idea how the fuck you found it straight up. Dude, you are the most interesting person that I think <laughs> yeah. I've ever heard of. Please reach out to us. Oh my God! Please. We shit on religion every other episode. The fact that you've gotten to this point while watching televangelists—I don't know how that could have possibly happened. You know, I really love listening to my televangelists, but Jimmy and Timmy—you know—they just—they—they—they 
they they speak to me in such a way that I find really entertaining, and uh, and and you know I like to challenge my beliefs. You know, like in this world, we just we can't live in a bubble. You know, we have to challenge our belief. We have to constantly uh, bring up that doubt and 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 you just just stuff it back down, stuff it in a little box, and concentrate it into <laughs> hatred for the people that aren't like us. <laughs> But I've, I've been watching the televangelist Jim Baker too much recently, and he says if you concentrate your hatred into a little hate box too much, it might end up turning into coronavirus, and then I'll have to buy his um, silver solution. Yeah, that's what all the little box hatred turns into, coronavirus. Believe it or not, it's a real thing. Oh, jeez. Uh, I got a little hate box for you. Uh, apparently, um... This, uh, ah, yes. this colloidal silver actually can cause health problems. According to the state of California. <laughs> the uh, National Center for Complementary and Integrative Health, or the NCCIH. Ever heard of that? Go on. Yeah. Oh, and then you have, of course, the California law, yeah. uh, the Safe Drinking Water and Toxic Enforcement Act of 1986, also known as Proposition 65. Yeah. Contains chemicals known to the state of California that cause birth defects and cancer. Another reproductive harm. California's on some other shit. What, what, yeah. what does California know that the other states don't? Oh, man. I don't know, but I mean, you, I, like so many times I've heard from my conservative family members, it seems like it's a different world. Like it's a totally <laughs> different country. Have any of your conservative family members ever been there? No. They, a lot of my conservative family members haven't even been outside the state. Uh, rest assured, I've been to California, and it's pretty much just as shitty as the rest of the United States. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy lived there for a little bit, actually. <laughs> People still shop at Walmart. People still eat McDonald's. Mm-hmm. People still drive cars to and from work. It's oh, not man. as I thought it was like the Jetsons. And you know, they just they basically just like uh, would fly around in the air, and then when they got to work, their car would fold up into a little like uh, pencil box, and they would stick oh, yeah. it in a hole. <laughs> oh yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's that's pretty awesome. Yeah, unfortunately, no, none of that's true. Yeah, we, imagine like living in a world in which you had technology to be able to fly around all over the place and take your, your, your space car and crunch it up into a little yep. box and put it into the wall, and you still had to fucking go to work. Yeah, but the thing is, I don't know if you <laughs> if you watched this recently, he only worked, I think, like five hours a week or something like that. He would no. go to work, show up to work, and be like, oh, work's already done. Like He only worked like an hour a day. Yeah, he's just like checking in to make sure it's like, oh, okay, well, everything's still running at peak efficiency like it was the last 10 times I did this. Yeah. So, cool. And when no. it does go wrong, you basically just like press a button on a robot to go fix something. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> no, it was lit. Yeah, no, it was good. Yes, he still had to go to work, but he, he had the good life. Mm-hmm. Like the, the people that made the Jetsons and the people that time knew what was up. And, and, and then I guess all political officials and everyone else from that time on just like fucked it all up yeah and he seemed pretty happy about it like, is it really going to work if you're happy about doing it i mean if i only had to go to work for one hour a day five days a week i think i'd be pretty okay with it i would still rather clump it into one day of course but we can't be selfish too <laughs> <laughs> well wouldn't we like to just like shit in one hand and <laughs> and, and hope in the, the other, other. yeah <laughs> I think that's also a saying you get from your more conservative family members because that's a oh, saying yeah. that I heard a lot growing up too. Yeah, it really is. Did you ever hear pie in the sky? I mean, I 
have, but I felt like the shit in the one hand and hope in the other came a lot more often than pie in the sky. I got I got I get pie in the sky a lot. I got I got that a lot in the last decade. Uh, I think it's been a, you know much much more prolific than the last ten years of my life. Probably because you've actually have aspirations and things. Yeah. I'm like, hey, why why can't the world be like this? And then they'll be <laughs> oh, like, that's pie, that's in, pie the in the sky. Yeah, it was like, well, why? Like, oh, why? Head, like, it just is. Oh, come Accept on. It. It's totally possible to have flying cars, and then my car folds up into a pinch box, <laughs> yeah. and I stick it in the wall, and then I go to work for five hours a week. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. That's so good. <laughs> And they're like, you know what? It's not pie in the sky if you can develop a coronavirus vaccine for $125. (laughs) Yeah. All that other stuff is bullshit. But (laughs) Jim Baker is a saint, and he knows what's up. Yeah, he knows all about (laughs) it. It's funny. Yeah, it's so true because, uh, you know, a televangelist like Jim Baker is exactly the kind of person that would speak to those conservative types that would call your shit pie in the sky that that would also be like, oh, yeah coronavirus being able to be cured of a silver solution totally legit i believe that oh man do you think they have to be like particularly careful with what they say or do they just have their audience just in the palm of their hand oh it's in the palm of their hand i feel like if you're what if they fuck up what if they're like oh man and actually i endorse obama and then (laughs) oh okay well that's the only way you could fuck up obviously (laughs) but i mean in a general sense i mean they obviously have absolutely no respect for the listeners you're like how how much do you have to disrespect somebody to lie to them on television and tell them that drinking your silver solution that is toxic to their bodies will actually cure coronavirus? How much do you have to just absolutely despise the people that go and tune into your station? Yeah, you actually probably have to have a little bit of malice in your heart towards them. Like yeah. these people are so dumb, they need to die, kind of thing. Like, or, or you know, they need to they need to give me money. Darwin Award level kind of shit. Yeah, uh, I so I, I one of the best classes that I had at Berea, um, crime and deviance, and we discussed why some people do what they do in terms of you know commit these terrible atrocities or or just like like basic stuff like oh you know like you stole somebody's bicycle or, or whatever you know you stole a loaf of bread. Um, and you know, one of the most fantastic reasons why, uh, somebody, right. And I I suppose a group of people, uh, believe that they need to teach these people a lesson. You know, they, they, they take from people who are fortunate, uh, or who have in order to kind of, yeah. It's like, well, you know, they, they don't know any better now, but they will after I get done with them. And thus, I continue doing what I'm doing as kind of like this noble thief or like this noble doer of deceit. I I, I don't know. (laughs) But I feel like this is the inverse of Jim Baker taking from the poor of the only way I I could rationalize it in his brain is, well, these people are stupid enough to give me money for this shit. They didn't deserve the money in the first place. That's exactly (laughs) it. Yeah, yeah. they're (laughs) They're not, you know, ethically able to restrain themselves from giving their money away so but, uh, it must I be might right well for me to it. take it from them yeah. exactly but i feel like if you're willing to go down that train of thought you're you're just an awful like disgusting uh humunculi person that uh yeah i mean whatever if you have to use that kind of justification to justify what you're doing then i i have i have no words for you yeah I totally agree. So, uh, homunculi, that, that's a fascinating term. 
<laughs> I like it. It really, it really is great. I've been using it a lot in the show lately, and I want to keep doing it. So if I'm not mistaken, I heard a little while back that a homunculi was what was believed was in the womb prior to a baby. Ooh, I haven't heard that one. That's like the one I'm referring to. Prior to it being a fetus, it was a homunculi. I could see some Jews saying something like that. That yeah. seems like some Hebrew word, homunculi. It's like a like a little like not a human, wrong, not really a guess. spirit, but kind of like a, a fleshy conglomeration of the two. So my understanding of homunculi is that old timey wizards in yesteryear, maybe Judeo wizards, or I don't even know. I have no yeah. idea what kind of wizards, old timey medieval European wizards. I really have no idea. The what they would do is they believe that you could create these uh living organisms out of uh random human body parts so you could like take toenails and then hair and like piss and then take it to make some uh living disgusting organism thing like a golem like a golem basically yes but made from uh human leftover parts ew and that becomes a homunculi yeah gross exactly that's pretty awesome not a compliment <laughs> yeah not the least <laughs> <laughs> so yeah jim baker's a homunculi yeah exactly <laughs> we got a, a silver do. lining for these guys <laughs> silver lining is the silver solution <laughs> bar, bar, bar. Uh, obviously for the silver solution. Uh, you know, maybe this will be the straw that breaks the camel's back. You know, you you have a lot of promises that are obviously not being answered. So maybe this is the one. You know, you promise that you're going to be able to heal people from coronavirus. You give them a silver solution and they die from coronavirus. Maybe somebody's going to get a wise from that. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like I would like to think that you can only lie so much before people eventually start thinking hmm, maybe this Jim Baker guy doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that what it takes? Is that really what it takes? I, I, would, I would like to think that at some point you can, uh, in the evangelical TV evangelist world, jump the shark, if you will, and eventually people will uh, no longer tune in. But we can only hope, I guess. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Well, time to get serious, y'all. Yeah. Um, we've got our we got our sad story sandwiched in between, right? You yeah. Know, we we, put the we told y'all the deal. The yeah, we put them in the middle because, uh, you know, we we uh we we do it for you. You know, we want to rev you up and then take you down easy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So in this story, we're going to be talking about uh Margot Gaines. Mm-hmm. Now, not Margot. Margot. Not Margot. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, get in touch with us whether you think that the name M-A-G- uh, M-A-R-G-O-T is Margot or Margot or Margot or whatever. <laughs> it's that, it's, I'm uh, thinking it's all, French. All I know is it's not the name I would have chosen. But, you know, it's not my kid, so I what my, my opinion doesn't matter. Maybe it's a French name altogether. It's like Margot. Gane or something like that. Margot Gain. 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 Where'd that come from? Margot Gain. Because you have to like uh, with French, you kind of have to just like whisper the word and leave off the last three letters. Yeah. Isn't that how that works? Yes. 
But it's usually gang. the last letter. Gang. Gang. No, I think it's the Margot. Margot. Okay, mm-hmm. so Margot, she's six years old. Yes. She's at school. Yes. And one of the more defining aspects of the story has Down syndrome. Okay? Yes. So yes. we're talking about a mentally different person who yes. is acting completely normal for uh, a young person. Yes. Uh, interacting with one of our teachers at school. Yes. She, you know, uh, some would say playfully, some would say threateningly. Yeah, but how threatening, like imagine the most threatening six-year-old. Yeah. The Not most, very threatening. The most threatening little girl you can imagine. And then they're going to put their finger. So everybody do this. Everybody look at your hand and you put your hand with your palm facing you with your thumb up. And then take your pinky ring finger and middle finger and put them towards your palm. And boom, you've got a gun. Pretty cool, huh? That's a pretty cool little trick. And now you can take this gun and you can point it places, right? You can take your forefinger and you can point it at an outlet. You can point it at a corner. You can point it at a window. And every time you point it at something, you can threaten those things to death. Because that's how that works, right? I guess. I mean, like, I'm pointing at your picture right now, Jimmy. I'm pointing at your picture right now. Oh, where's my phone? I gotta call the cops. Yeah, you better call the cops because if you don't, I'm going to skin blast you or whatever. Skin blaster. <laughs> skin blaster 3000. Skin. Oh, that's just the dildo I was looking for. Yeah, that's the one. Oh, man, those things are expensive. I can't believe you got one. Collector's <laughs> yeah. edition. Collector's edition skin extra, blaster. Extra veiny. <laughs> extra blasty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So this little girl, uh she she got the cops called on her. Uh, uh yeah, so she uh, she has a teacher and I mean, I know some schools, I mean the majority of schools that I went to growing up, they had separate teachers specifically uh I don't want to use the word handle, that seems kind of not appropriate. They had specific uh instructors and teachers for uh students with any kind of mental or physical disability that couldn't yeah. uh be at the same i don't know academic level as the other kids yeah special and education I mean, providers exactly and on, honestly even on that some level like i feel like there's something kind of dumb about that it's because even like within the spectrum of like people that have down syndrome and other kind of uh mental disabilities or whatever word you want to use there's like such a big spectrum within that you know someone with down syndrome isn't going to have the same needs as someone with a different disability you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. to just like take them all and lump them all together and put them in the same room and expect that to work just because they all have one disability or another just seems kind of like an inane system, doesn't it? Man, I, tell me about it. Uh, so a little, little bit of a um, uh, little bit of allegory time, right? Little little Timmy allegory time. Story with Timmy. Story with Tim. Uh, in my youth. Uh, we actually had a special education department that was part of the Alternative Learning Center. Um, and the people who were uh, differently abled were lumped together with people who were constantly acting out in class. Um, Wait, that seems like a weird way to yep. put people together, but please well, they, continue. They were segregated communally uh so those all of the people who basically were deemed as not being normal you know whatever the school system 
and, like and the that, Misfits. It's like Misfit Land in oh, the Rudolph movie. Yeah, and that and that included uh, um, teen pregnancies and the like as well. What the fuck? So like, if somebody was sufficiently pregnant, they would be sent to uh, the alternative learning center, and we wouldn't see them for the duration of their you okay know, so it, let yeah, me get however this obviously they would they were pregnant <laughs> so so your school would lump people that were showing <laughs> from a pregnancy standpoint yeah. people that would act out in class yep. uh to such a point that they were distracting they would send them to the place and then people that had down syndrome or any other kind of mental disability that made them not be able to function at the same level as other people they would just put all lump all those people in the same fucking place well, okay, and and so this is this is where my expertise kind of falls off. They were in the same section of the building, whether or not they were in the same room or being taught the exact same curriculum was beyond me because I was okay. fortunate enough to not find myself in the situation of being labeled a misfit. In the in the coronavirus quarantined offland, yeah. you get a thousand cam soda points to yeah. spend on the internet. Yeah, exa- exactly. Exactly. I, was, I wasn't so lucky. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but they they were sequestered <laughs> in a particular segment, and it wasn't very large. Uh, so it's kind of fucked up, right? It is, yeah, yeah. It, exactly. Because you think of that spectrum, everyone has different needs, and so yeah, to just be like this person needs the exact same thing as this person, it just seems dumb. I don't, it, I don't, know, I don't, I don't have a good word for it. It's quite no, no. It's it's quite dumb. You're you're totally right because like if we were to be intelligent thinking human beings, we would know that no two people are alike. Much right. less the fact that you know just having a simple dichotomy between normal and not normal students is going to be sufficient for any school curriculum. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's like, like that's that's like a. Like an absolute idiot is designing the curriculum. Yeah, it's like any anything that we deem an a normal student is going to be shoved off here, quarantined from the rest of the school. Yeah, whether it be a pregnant uh, woman or child, I don't know what word to use there. Honestly, fuck me. I mean, yeah, woman might be appropriate, but I, I think it's just like you know a pregnant person, <laughs> like a pregnant person, a pregnant person that's probably under eighteen because they're in high school still. Uh, well, it, now, a disabled person or an acting out person. So as fucked up as this sounds, this was middle school that I'm talking about. So, oh my god! So that might put a little bit of a different. Now it turn makes on it even it. more bad. Yeah. Uh, once we got into uh, so our our high school was a conglomeration of several schools around the county, uh, and all of those people found themselves in in a more even more separated environment. Although I'm fairly certain that uh, a lot of the uh, people that found themselves uh, uh, in the confines of accidental pregnancies were still you know uh, clumped, clumped with the people who were in the detention center for misbehavior bad bad student for getting pregnant you're a yeah. bad person like these other bad kids yeah i mean there we're could not be sending an obvious message to you yeah there there could be a, a relationship between those two things i would like to hope that it wasn't because of the educator's choice uh to claim that the the girl had done something wrong by 
you know, falling into accidental I mean, if pregnancy. you're taking them out of the normal part of the school and putting them with the bad kids, I feel like you're sending an obvious message whether you think you are or not. Well, it depends on why you're doing that, right? Like, because it's chicken or the egg. Like, are the girls who are getting pregnant also the ones who are misbehaving in class? Now, gr- granted, that's not the case. Like, those two things are not synonymous. However, you know, I'm sure that there would be some relationships between some of the people who would be careless enough to misbehave in class and also accidentally procreate. So, uh, you know, and, and that obviously is not the case. And to anyone out there that had an accidental pregnancy or had one before, uh, you know, they were of appropriate age or what they felt like was an appropriate age, you know, that really sucks. And, and I really feel for you. That's That's not at all who I'm talking about here. Yeah. Well, anyway, so this girl here, <laughs> yeah, Marco, she uh, once again had Down syndrome. Once mm-hmm. again, in school, once again, mm-hmm. made finger guns, bang, and bang. Uh, she had a, a teacher. And as we were discussing, you would think that someone that is a teacher for someone with Down syndromes would understand that uh, they're going to have different needs and act out in different ways. But uh, so Marco was making these finger guns, pointing them at her teacher. And the teacher, for whatever reason, felt the appropriate response to a six-year-old girl with Down syndrome pointing finger guns at them. The appropriate response was to call the local police department. Yeah. That is how they decided to react to the situation. They called the local police department on the six-year-old girl for making finger guns. So a couple of things there that... Uh, okay, so so this story could be exacerbating some of the details. Some of the things that I'd want to know, uh, one, is the school protocol to automatically call the the police station whenever any kind of threat of violence whatsoever is being committed? Not not to say that that uh, you know increases the level of um, of of judgment uh, upon the teachers to an unreasonable degree. Uh, you know, like I, I don't want to put all the pressure on them to dictate what is and isn't, a, you know, a proper threat assessment. Uh, and beyond that, is there a police officer that is on campus normally? Because I, I think that that's that's usually the case as well, right? Right. Uh, are those people even actually technically police officers? Or are they equivalent? Are they like security officers? You know what I mean? Like the the same level as like a security officer at like a movie theater or whatever. Well, they're they're not privately hired, that's for sure. Um, I because it's a public institution, uh, oh, so yeah. so they would have to be related with local law enforcement in some capacity. E- even if it's just like, um, um, what what do you call it? What's a what's a slanderous term for someone that gives out parking tickets? <laughs> uh, asshole, um, dipshit, <laughs> uh, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> One of those people, uh, ticket they're, pusher. Yeah, uh, they're they're not one of those. There's there's a particular name for it. Hey, this is another opportunity for our audience to get in touch with us. Let us know what that is. <laughs> piece of shit. Yeah, what's the pejorative term for somebody that hands out tickets? You know, it's just like runs around in one of those like little bitty carts. <laughs> it's like you you don't even have a cruiser. Like you can't you can't even you don't even have the authority to drive around. Oh man. <laughs> Anyway, it's like these people have, you know, for some reason or another decided to reside in uh, 
middle schools or high schools or what have you, they could have one on campus. Uh, so maybe it's getting all blown out of proportion. Uh, I think that. Well, yeah. So, I mean, what it's saying here is that basically any time that a student appears to be a threat to students or others, they have to do these threat assessments. And that is part of a, th a threat assessment that they have to um, request a, a police consultation. But in the article, the elementary school, Valley Forge Elementary School, is trying to say that a police officer wasn't directly involved in Margot's case and that they didn't do an actual uh, investigation through the police department. So I don't know. It's all very confusing and dumb. Yeah, they. It, yeah, it seems like there's no permanent record, which there obviously shouldn't be. Yeah. Um. That, I mean, th these kinds of situations happen all the time, and they and they've been happening at least in our lifetime. Uh, I, I think that uh, these threats of violence are taken much more seriously post Columbine. At least I, I. It seems like over the over the course of uh you know American school system history that's really the turning point for a focus and crackdown on um, violent language or threat assessment, um, right, 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 right. you know, uh, code, code red protocols. Did you ever go through any of those? Yeah. My weirdest one is that when I was in elementary school, we would do these protocols where they would raise this bell noise or whatever while we were outside at recess. And our protocol was just to lay down at recess just lay down <laughs> yeah because we had a busy road next to us so i guess some they, uh, some school oh. director or something decided that someone could come and try to do a drive-by drive elementary kids yeah so just be like ah, ah, i'm laying down <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> god uh, yeah good times yeah we we would do something similar although we didn't have uh, a playground next to the road in that nature mm -hmm. uh they would basically say you know some kind of code red or you know the, the principal would run around the schools and he would like peek his head in the door and he'd be like hey everybody it's code red and then he would like slam the door and go to the next one he you know <laughs> he, you could hear him say the same thing and slam the door and go to the next one uh and uh and then the the teacher would like get all serious, and it's like it's understandable why, you know, because you're you're training for a situation that you know could possibly you hope occur. Never, ever happens, you, yeah. you hope it never happens, so you like you take a certain severity with it. But all the kids are like, okay, well, you know, that was an interruption in our day for what exactly? And uh, they would usher us into a portion of the room that wasn't visible from the door. Uh, and then if there was a teacher aide. <laughs> If there was a teacher aide, they would basically be like a scapegoat. They would have to go to the door <laughs> and like hold it shut. <laughs> or or like they would have to be the one that would like go and like try to lock the door. And uh, <laughs> uh, so poor them, right? Like they're not getting paid as much. They don't get to teach. They just like go up and like take a bullet in the instance that a code red gets yelled out. Jesus. Kids need help cleaning up their paint, and uh, there's a shooter, so go jump in the way. <laughs> <laughs> we have dubbed you to be the bullet sponge for the, today. Yeah. <laughs> go be the damage sponge. He'll suck it up. Yeah, so the code red was definitely a thing. I was actually called to the office, uh, my my principal's office, when I was a, when I was a young lad. Uh, I believe I was in the first grade i'm pretty sure i was on the first grade so a little bitty guy and uh 
I was playing on the playground, and I, I don't know, you know, this has probably been recently implemented. I would assume this is probably, uh, you know, a new safety protocol on campus in this situation. Recently, they had stated <laughs> that uh, people had to report any threats of violence whatsoever. So I think I might have said, like, I was going to kill somebody on the playground or something like that. I'm right? going to kill you! Yeah, yeah, super, super violent little kid, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so this little, this six. little, yeah, I don't even remember who I said it to. I don't, I don't even remember the name of the teacher. Uh, but this little bastard, you know, runs up to the teacher and was like, "Hey, you know, like this kid said, said he was going to kill, kill me. me." Yeah, and uh, the teacher, you know, is being as super serious and authoritative as she was, was like, oh, you have to go to the office." I was like, "Um, okay." So they called my mom, brought her in. She's all like nervous that I'm like ruining my life or something, and. Doing and, drugs. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, they First caught grade. Timmy on the playground. He was smoking crack cocaine. <laughs> yeah. He was like, he's in first grade. How does he know how to work a lighter? <laughs> I don't know. You tell us. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he had one, and he was he's fucking... Bad, bad home environment. Yeah, he was a couple grams in by the time we got there. He was Nine times out of ten. <laughs> Nine times out of ten, it works every time. And <laughs> we brought him in, and they set me down, and I was just what the fuck is going on? They're like, you realize you can't say that. I'm like, I say what? I was like, you can't say you want to kill people. I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, I guess I won't do that anymore. And then, yeah. and I left. I was like, why did you have to like fucking call my mom? Like looking yeah. back, it was absolutely ridiculous. And that's probably, you know, I, I hope that people aren't blowing the situation out of proportion, uh, you know, based on the context of the situation, but damn it, that seems absolutely silly. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's probably exactly what happened here in this story. Of, of they probably <laughs> told the mom that they had to do a threat assessment. I'm like, why'd you have to do a threat assessment on my child? I'm like, oh, you had to do a threat assessment on your child because she made finger guns. She's like, what yeah. the a, fuck are you talking about? A transient threat. <laughs> Just imagine like this little girl, like, uh, like going like snuggling up next to the teacher and like taking her gun and like put it directly on her temple, and she's like, I tell you, if you ever fuck with me. If you ever fuck with my finger paints, I will fucking put a cap so deep in your skull, it will come out the other side just like the most ridiculous threat you can imagine. And the teacher's like, you know what? Normally I wouldn't say anything about it because it's a six-year-old girl, but that was straight out of American Gangster. I need to fucking call somebody. And get the police to come in here and help me out with this. And then when the police get there, they're like, hey, uh, what was going on? And the little girl's like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have no idea what's going on. What are you talking about? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, snitches get stitches. That's all I'm saying. Do you think I could form a sentence like that? What the fuck are you talking about? And then the police officer was like watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre on his break or something like that. He was like, oh, no, I definitely know people with Down syndrome are capable of violence. And, of course, he carries out the full threat assessment. They have a little court for the child in the middle of the office. They put her on the stand. Like, Did you indeed make a pointy finger like a gun and threaten your poor teacher? <laughs> Right. Yeah, I bet that's exactly how it went down. Guilty, guilty, guilty. Guilty. <laughs> oh, man, you got, you got a silver lining, Jimmy? <sighs> 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 
they're watching real close, you know. Hey, even though the gun control thing, you know, that's far off, you know, we're 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 uh we're still working towards something like that, some kind of uh, common sense gun measures. Common sense, some common sense, common sense, common sense, common sense gun measures. But hey, we're cracking down on those youngsters. Wait, what? We're not going to have any six-year-old girls oh. with Down syndrome shooting up our school. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's let me let's go to the uh, table of the number of uh, six-year-old kid girls with Down syndrome that have ever gone and shot up a school. Oh wait, the tally says zero. It's oh no, never no, fucking I, happened. No, it's um, <clears throat> Jimmy. It's fifteen. Wait, what? It's fifteen. I just looked it up. There's fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah, 15, 15 Wait, six-year-old. Wait, this year, this year alone? Yeah, fif- no, no, no. Fif- 15, 15 six-year-old girls with Down syndrome have shot up schools. What? I, j- I just looked it up. I just looked it up on them. You're joking. No, it's right. <laughs> you're, you're doing the serious voice. You're lying. <laughs> yeah, it's right here, man. Don't you I don't care how serious that? you are. I don't care how serious <laughs> you are. It's not true. You're full of shit. I don't even know. I, I was about to, like, I was about to search something up. Like, I'm like, how... How many six-year-olds have committed <laughs> school shootings, or how many people with Down syndrome have committed school shootings? It's like I, I don't even know. <laughs> uh, we have some weird Google search results here at Cynic Empowerment. <laughs> uh, I have, I have. Oh my gosh, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Fuck it. I don't know how to search it. Fuck it. It's zero. It's zero. It's, I'm gonna say it's zero. I'm pretty confident. Yeah, I'm like ninety-nine point three percent sure that it's yeah. zero. I don't know. Um, <laughs> In China, I, maybe. I, I don't have a silver lining, so I'm going to go with what you said. All right, let's do it. Okay, so moving on. Uh, so, hmm. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> moving on. Uh, you know, we're just gonna we're just gonna keep on rolling with the punches. Uh, we're going to be talking about pedophilia and abortion in this next one. So <laughs> the same if, story. Yeah. If boy, you're still boy, tuning boy. in. <laughs> if you're still tuning in. Pedophilia and abortion. Same story. <laughs> same old, same old story. Tim and I are just going to be, just imagine Tim and I blindfolded walking through a minefield. That's what this next story is going to be like. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's pretty gross. Uh, Don't mind me. Uh, so have you noticed how many, Catholic churches are named Sacred Heart. I I don't pay attention. I actually grew up to a uh, next to a Catholic church named Sacred Heart. Uh, it was uh, right around the block. Pretty interesting. In fact, yeah. the number of churches that I grew up around was staggering. I well, I've went to Catholic mass many times. So yeah, like, one up, mate. Oh shit! How many, how many churches were around? You know, the general vicinity of your living area. I don't know. I, I mean, man, I got a I got a Methodist temple across the street. Got a Presbyterian church right down the street. But you're from a small town. Church of Christ uh, was around the other block, and then right around the corner and across the way was the Catholic church. So there were there were four within comfortable walking distance, like within a block of my house. But I feel like that's how like smaller towns work. Is that how are there even enough people to go to all those? Exactly, places? that's how small towns work. Is that the per capita to church to people ratio is just fucking bonkers. I lived in Houston, yeah. so we that didn't shit go was to spread Annie. out. We didn't even go to Annie. 
We didn't go to any of those churches. Oh, you drove far away to a different one? Yeah, we drove to go to a different one. I was like, why the fuck are we driving? It's the same message anywhere. (laughs) They're all talking about pedophilia being okay and and abortion's bad. (laughs) Have a whiteboard, pedophilia, good, abortion, bad. That's all you need to know. Wait, that doesn't make any sense. It's like, yeah, check out this Venn diagram as we compare the two things. Uh, so ripping off that band-aid real quick, here, here's the title. Here's the title to the article. We're not mm. being hyperbolic. This is really what we're talking about. Catholic priest says, and this is in quotes, pedophilia doesn't kill anyone, end quote, after barring abortion rights lawmakers from communion. Yep. Sending a message, you know? <laughs> hey, you know what? <laughs> if you're gonna, If you're going to allow... Mothers to kill their unborn children, then we are going to prevent you from taking part in consuming via transubstantiation our the blood and body of our Lord Jesus Christ. In these mm. trash paper wafers. Mm. Trash paper wafer. Trash paper wafer. Wait. No, we ours were ours were shaped like little um uh what do you call them? Chicklets. Ours look like little chicklets. What? Yeah, man, that's Where Baptist. Where the fuck do you get chiclet bread? Southern Baptist. They were supposed to be unleavened, but it was like puffy looking. So they're just like little tiny cubes of bread. Kind, well, kind of. They, they look like chiclets. I mean, that's that's exactly what they looked like. You know what a chiclet look, looks like. I know what a chiclet looks like. I'm just yeah. confused. It was a chiclet, but Why it was, does they do the wafer? Because it was probably too much like Catholics. <laughs> they're like, we don't want to be like them. Yeah. Oh, man, I got a good story about that if I haven't already told everybody on God this podcast. damn it. Man, I got stories on stories. So... <laughs> Uh, when I was young, my name's Tim. <laughs> you wouldn't think I have a story about an article talking about how pedophilia is okay, but, but in fact, I do have a story. In fact, I do. I have stories. I have stories all day about all the things. So what I'm talking about I can't about wait here, until you're fucking old. Baptists fucking hate Catholics, and I don't understand why. I mean, most Protestants hate Catholics. The Protestants hate Catholics, yeah. Protestants I mean, hate Catholics. Pentecostals hate Catholics. Mm-hmm. Southern Baptists hate Catholics. And half of them, you know, they don't even know about the, was it, 95 Thesis? Is that what it's called? The what? 95, is it 95 Thesis? Is that what it's called? 95 Thesis. Yep, 95 Thesis. Martin Luther, right? Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Martin Luther's 95 Thesis. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah, yeah man. I don't know. Protestantism and shit. Uh, so, in this particular circumstance, I was a young lad in the youth group of my Southern Baptist Church. I'm so sorry. And we had noticed that we were missing a member. Young Bradley Lyons, yeah, I get to use names, uh, was missing from the ranks of our congregation. And we wondered, hey, where is that guy? Have you seen him? No, I haven't. Oh, wait a second. I saw him with that girl from the high school. She's Catholic. So... We lost a member of our ranks to a Catholic organization, so you better bet. The next thing that we learned about in our Bible study that evening was why Catholicism was shit. <laughs> they spent the entire time shitting on Catholicism. Why Why it was like false prophecy. Idol tree. Yeah, it was just a bunch of bullshit. 
It was yeah. like, oh, you know, we believe that we could talk to Jesus directly, and those guys have, like, priests, and they like to touch Oops. the boys. They like to touch the boys. They like to ditter their, ditter, ditter their dumplings. They just ditter their dumplings <laughs> all day. Ditter their dumplings all like, day. Ditter their dumplings. Oh, oh, my God. Like, I had no idea that you just ditter their dumplings. And they're like, yeah, they ditter their dumplings. So, Tim, if you are... If you are, if your dumplings are go, ever diddled, if, are ever, <laughs> if you are convinced to go to the dark side uh, by some evil siren of the Catholics, then you better bet that your dumplings will be diddled as a You're like, I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> I'm like, oh man, hey, that, that sounds like dinner and a show. I'm down. <laughs> 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 diddling and dumplings? How yeah. could I say no? Fucking sold, man. I'm down. I'm all about it. And sure, sure enough, everybody was looking around. And from their ranks, guess who was missing? <laughs> then little Tim. Tim. <laughs> Get his dumplings diddled. Get his dumplings diddled. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it seems like that's the exact wrong message. You tell a bunch of horny young boys <laughs> that, like, these, like, succubus Catholic girls are going to diddle their dumplings who wouldn't <laughs> want to go enjoy the dark side. Yeah, no thanks. I'm going to pass. <laughs> I don't want that at all. I, yeah. I mean, pedophilia so. is terrible. I don't want any of that. I'm like, no, pedophilia... According to the Catholics, uh, pedophilia is fine. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, when you're comparing the two, like pedophilia versus abortion, like pedophilia is way better than abortion. Way better. You're not oh. taking the life of an innocent. God damn. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like this is like some galaxy brain Catholic priest logic of the pedophilia doesn't kill anyone. I mean, come on. Yeah, like, sure, you leave these children broken, unable to create. Uh, proper healthy relationships for the rest of their lives unless they go and seek treatment you know from a therapist or some other kind of mm-hmm. institution but yeah. hey it doesn't kill anybody yeah right. what has pedophilia ever done to anyone <laughs> yeah we definitely brought up the wisdom of salinas before oh uh, yeah but i think that people that have been through especially traumatic situations uh are probably wondering why they were born uh a lot more so than uh you know the just rest like of us of who are who are just uh you know uh, the the biggest thing we have to worry about is some kind of silly existential crisis in the local political landscape. <laughs> yep, preach. Uh, oh man. So how is this guy getting by? Like, how, how can he just get away with saying this kind of shit? It's almost as if when you're a, a priest or a leader in any kind of church, you're your own little king in your own petty fiefdom. And it's no hold bars. Uh, you can say whatever fucked up no shit you point. want. And as long as people keep coming up on Sunday, uh, there will be yeah. no accountability. Well, even then, I, I well, I mean, speaking in general for religious congregations, I, I feel like even when the congregation is small, the congregation is somewhat bolstered to still continue down this path of belief. Uh, you, you know what I mean? Like there, there's no there's no deviation from it because you can't necessarily establish a metric from the empirical evidence that is the uh, numerical value of your congregation. 
Uh, like if you have a million people, that's great because that means you have more money. If you have two people, that's great because that means you're dedicated. You know, you have like a niche organization right. that you don't is want preaching. To leave because if you leave, then the organization dies. You yeah. don't want to be the one that kills it, even if it is a horrible organization. Man, what is? What do you think that looks like? I mean, I, I know it's happened. It's it's had to have happened. There has to have been a church out there that has died mid sermon. Like if somebody just like you know one person gets up and leaves, and then and then they realize like oh shit like I, I'm actually receiving a lecture as the only person in this audience, and then that one lone person is just like uh, actually uh, I I think I'm gonna go. Um, <laughs> I, it seems like I'm the only one here, and uh, I'm getting kind of hungry. You're kind of going on. You're uh, talking about a bunch of stuff like pedophilia that uh, I don't really agree with. Doesn't really settle so. I'm just going to go get lunch. Um, <laughs> I guess that's it. It's been fun. Catch you <laughs> on the other side, dude. <laughs> and then they leave. <laughs> I think that's brave. And that's it. That's the dissolution of a church. Yeah. Oh, man. One. That's why they got to scream and shout really hard whenever one of them leaves to go join the Catholics to shame you into never wanting to leave. Except it encourages a lot of folks to leave. Oh, uh, is that true? It did it for me. Uh, I mean, I, I was like, holy shit. Like, these guys are like I'm immediately, out. yeah, they're holding his feet to the fire. Like, it, it, it didn't seem right. I, I was like, well, a second ago, you were letting him be an usher, you know, take up the tithe and, you know, a bunch of other, uh, you know, b- prestigious roles that are usually held for higher ranking members within the organization. And then all of a sudden, because he's trying to go chase some poontang at the Catholic Church, you're gonna just fucking like tie him up by his toes? Like, come on! Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like, you, you're showing me that that there's like there's no sense of of loyalty like to one another. It's like your your loyalty is only to the people who are still a part of your lame ass team. Yeah, yeah. Like, if I wanted to go and you know not be a part of the organization, or if I was to like publicly naysay. The belief system, uh, you know, would, would everybody still believe that I was a good person, that I was worth having a relationship with? I would hope so. And if you're not that type of person, you're not the type of person I want to have a relationship with anyways. So, right, right. You know, you guys have heard this a million times. <laughs> fuck the police. Yeah, fuck the police. <laughs> That's exactly. what we're kidding me. Exactly. So, uh, I mean, uh, let's, okay, so let's, let's, Devils in the details, right? So, pedophilia versus abortion, go. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Epic rap battles of yeah. history. Yeah. <laughs> pedophilia versus abortion. <laughs> go! Again! Yeah, yeah. and so to, to delve into this a little bit, there was uh, Reverend Richard Bucci. Bucci? Bucci. B-U-C-C-I. Bucci. Bucci. Let's call it Bucci. Bucci. Because he, and, it's like boot, booching. What is it called when you like, oh, it's boofing. That's when you stick something up your butt in order to become inebriated, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Let's call him Pastor uh, Boofy. <laughs> he basically declared that any uh, lawmakers that uh, were trying to pass some, any, wait. 
There we go. We have it, folks. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> None of our votes are hidden. Declared that every legislator who voted uh, last year to pass a bill codifying the U.S. Supreme Court's 1973 Roe v. Wade decision will also not be allowed to act as witnesses to marriage, godparents, or electors at weddings, funerals, or any other church function, as well as not being able to take part in communion. And yeah. so this specifically affected uh, Democratic State Representative Justine Caldwell, mm -hmm. who felt it was laughable that the same institution that has protected pedophiles true for such a long time uh, within their ranks, just shuffling them around in order to keep them from getting in trouble, would have the gall to not allow... Uh, people like her to receive communion and that's where we get our quote of Bucci basically saying uh, that you know pedophile never killed nobody <laughs> yeah because it's it's something that's uh, the the Catholic Church is increasingly being known for <laughs> yeah it's like come on man know your lane like mm -hmm. if there if, if there isn't already enough negative flack for the Catholic Church being associated with pedophiles don't use pedophiles as a defense for why people that have abortions or are pro uh, abortion yeah don't deserve to take part in your institution. Like when in doubt, don't defer the pedophile. Yeah, seriously, it's never a good call. If you if you have to resort to trying to defend pedophiles to win your argument, your argument probably isn't very good. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah, oh, here's just, the, here's, yeah, here's a direct quote if you want. I, I finally found it. We're not talking about any other moral issue where somebody's making a comparison between pedophilia and abortion, Bushi told WJAR. Well, pedophilia doesn't kill anyone, and this does. Yeah, except for the people that have taken their own life as victims of pedophilia. Yeah, uh, exactly. Pedophiliacs. <sighs> yeah. That's pretty ridiculous i think it's just like it, it's probably safe ground to not compare uh you know one one thing to another in in the in the essence of of negativity like don't try to make a hierarchy of bad shit like and, oh yeah i mean not not All to right, say that number one bad holocaust number two bad abortion or pedophiles we yeah. don't know <laughs> and I, I think that's something that like a, a lot of people in regards to uh you know women's rights and, and the idea of abortions uh probably don't say nearly enough like it's a sad thing regardless i mean like oh yeah and, and sure. i think primarily the like, bibby and the situation that yeah. you have to decide whether or not yeah to get one yeah, to, to, to feel forced, uh, you know, to look around and say, like, man, I just, I don't have the support system, or I don't have the experience, or, you know, whatever or kind of parameters. Or I just don't want a you, fucking kid, period. Yeah, or you know, I don't want to have a kid. Like, I don't agree with my biology right now. Like, I, I, I don't want this to happen. Like, I have the knowledge as a human being, and I have forethought that this right. is not the best choice for me right now. And, and yet, you know, these things still happen. Like... <laughs> Yep. It's 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 not something to compare to anything else. Like, don't compare pedophilia to murder. Don't compare. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I don't know. Like, I think it makes it. <laughs> you know, for for a certain in a certain extent, like we have a justice system that is based around a, a hierarchy of ethics. Right? Oh, right. 
in which like killing this people give you life in prison this yeah will give you three months in prison right right um and yeah as if that that's a, an effective man we should we should do an episode on the justice system altogether oh, like, just, good. just how like inefficient and silly the idea of vengeance in the form of justice is I mean, we already did the death penalty episode yeah, we did. We capital yeah, cor- corporal punishment and capital punishment. Yeah, we totally did. Don't go back and listen to it because Don't it's terrible do it. audio. It like dog shit. Now we sound beautiful. I, I won't even listen to it. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, just uh, I, I guess be a little bit more careful. That don't don't just willy nilly go throwing out these <laughs> these ideas. I think if you, yeah. if you're in a position that you're um, a, a ranking member within a church probably believe that you've been granted this right to be able to make such claims like you you have you have knowledge that everyone else doesn't don't that, worry god let me know yeah and he, <laughs> he told me pedophilia has never killed anyone yeah have, have a little bit more doubt about the way in which you feel like don't have have more reasoning uh and inst- until your argument is watertight don't go uttering something that is so inflammatory. Whoa, 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 Joseph. Wait, why do I call you? I have to call you Joseph. I have a friend named Joseph. I'm hey, sorry. I'm Joseph. My name's Joseph. <laughs> whoa, 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 Tim. Don't go telling religious folks to have watertight logical thinking. That's a that's a that's a slippery. I'm an so. I'm an agent of doubt. Like I, <laughs> that's all I know how to do anymore. Like when I'm talking with these people, I just be like, ah, I think you should maybe rethink that. Like, are you sure that's the best way to go? <laughs> like, are you really sure? Like, yeah, it doesn't seem quite right. That doesn't quite follow. You know, they fill in the blank. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the little devil on their shoulder. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a uh, it's it's strong. You know, you just gotta <laughs> just keep on drumming at home, little by little. You know, take take that confidence away, and before long, people will stop comparing pedophilia to abortion. It'd be nice. Yeah. I want to live see. in that world. We'll see what happens. Oh, man. Silver lining? Ooh. Um. <laughs> Silver lining. Um, well, uh, you probably didn't want to go in that church anyway, all the people that voted in favor of this bill. Uh, yeah, seriously. I mean, I guess it makes it a little bit easier for you if they're just like standing at the door like, oh, I'm sorry, you're not admitted. And I'm like, oh, cool. Uh, I'm just going to not go here then. <laughs> I'm going to not go here and not give you my money. How about that? Yeah, you're like, you turn around and you hear like somebody from the pulpit yelling. And I was like, and pedophilia is just another natural urge don't even worry about it it's not it's a big cool. deal <laughs> yeah it's you cool see, to diddle the dumplings <laughs> everybody's doing it oh yeah man uh okay um so looks like that brings us to our last story um so this is not this is not a happy story either, man. Like what? Why, why, why is this our last story? We were supposed to sandwich this mess. Whose idea was this? What's our time? <laughs> it's late as fuck. Okay, cool. Let's just end it there. <laughs> okay. Fuck this last story, y'all. Y'all don't want to hear about it anyways. Yeah, you did it, and we still didn't talk about the priest bubble wrapping. We said we were going to talk about that last time on the next episode. We're going to. Oh speak. man. That'd be a good way to fit it in, but uh, that's also pretty sad. Yeah. All right. Well, 
this story that we're not even going to give you a cliffhanger for and bubble wrapping priest, uh, that'll <laughs> happen in future episodes. Yeah, we'll get to it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. It'll happen. We have, a, we have a backlog of sadness. That's right. We certainly do, and we're saving it up all for you. Oh, man, I tell you what, if any of you would like to get your dumplings diddled, (laughs) you can tell us where to find you. (laughs) All right, if you are interested in getting your dumplings diddled, you can do so by emailing us at cynicempowerment at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you there. You can also tweet at us on the Twitter at cynic empower me one or you can like us on facebook cynic empowerment and send us a message to there we would love to hear from you it would mean a lot to us and if you would be interested in doing a huge favor for us how about you know diddle our dumplings you can do so Mm. by uh, reviewing the show liking the show uh all those different things spreading us by word of mouth that means a lot to us and it means that you can sprinkle a little Cynic empowerment in someone else's life. Hell yeah. Sprinkle a little bit of cynic empowerment in their drink. And uh, then they take a big old sip and wham, bam, coronavirus. Damn. Yeah. Listening to cynic empowerment will keep you coronavirus free. Wait. Wait, I thought you said wham bam coronavirus. Uh, you made it just sound like, just kidding, just you kidding. Made it sound like sprinkling it in would give you coronavirus. Are you insinuating that I am a harbinger of lies, Jimmy? It, I'm just saying that you, at first you said wham bam coronavirus, which made me think mm. that sprinkling in cynic empowerment would give you coronavirus, and then in the next breath you said that. We would keep you, you keep you, you keep you coronavirus yep, free. Yep, 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 yep. Let's go with that second one. Coronavirus free. Listen to Cynic Empowerment, and you will maintain your health. In fact, we can guarantee you better health. Hey, than Cynic ever Empowerment before. never killed anybody. That's all I'm saying. Cynic yeah. Empowerment never killed anyone. Ain't never killed nobody. And if anybody don't like Cynic Empowerment, we're going to ban you from our club we got a club and it's only filled with cool people that have coronavirus no wait we don't have coronavirus we don't have corona that's what we established jimmy we don't have coronavirus we don't we don't have coronavirus. we don't have coronavirus and if you do have coronavirus we have the only cure for you okay i think we're all done <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.